Hello and welcome. You are listening to No Country for Healthy Living, a podcast where we try to guide you towards new levels of growth, self-love, and connection you never thought possible. My name is Kaylee. And I am Laura and welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Yes. I'm so happy Thank you for to joining us. Have you here? Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, uh, I hope everybody out there has been happy and healthy. Yeah. Hope you've been doing good. You know, living your best <laughs> life. <laughs> We're dealing with um, some audio difficulties today, uh, mainly Wi-Fi difficulties of connection and freezing and lagging and us not hearing what the other person's saying, but it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, make it we'll, we'll get through it. We'll make it work somehow. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just kidding. Have a great time. Right. All right. How you doing, Laura? Let's check in with people. How you doing? I am doing pretty good, I would say. Um, as I was telling you, Kaylee, I got a new job, and I'll be starting that in a few weeks, so that's exciting. Yay! <laughs> Woo! So I'll still be working with kids, but not in the way I'm working with them now, which is good because I'm kind mm-hmm. of tired of it. Um, yeah, you want something different. You want change. That's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be like a, a family, like, support person for, like, young moms and stuff. Yeah. So I think it'll be really good. I was her reference. You were. I basically sold her soul to them for her. Thank you. Thank Great. You. Yeah. I, I was, when I got the call, I was like, oh, you're calling for Laura. What's going on? And I immediately went to your message you had sent me and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I got this job reference. I got you, girl. <laughs> Sorry. It was last minute. I, I think I gave no, other people fine. heads up, but you were already on there for another one. And I was just like, I, if it happens, if they if it happens and I get there, I'll let her know. But then I was like, oh shit, they're calling today. I had of- just pulled into like I I was done with my day when they called, but I like just pulled into like the Walmart parking lot to go to my bank because my bank is like in the Walmart and it was the closest one to me. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go there. And as soon as I pulled in and parked, um she called. <laughs> and I was like, who is this? It's a verified number, but like, I don't know this number. <laughs> and then I pick up and they're like, hi, yeah, I was, we're calling about like Laura Miller. You're at, for like a reference for a job. I'm like, Wait, oh, oh, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm like reading your message as she's like introducing herself. And I'm like, I got this. All right. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> like, I, I do have a moment to talk to you about our Lord and Savior, Savior, Laura Miller. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> No, I didn't say that, but that would have been so funny. But I think it's just funny that you said it just right now. But could you imagine? Right? Oh my god! I think I would have not gotten the job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like oh oh, she's running a cult. Right. Right. Don't want her help with young impressionable mothers. Um. 
appreciate it but (laughs) you killed me yeah yeah no yeah I was excited I was like oh I was like um happily I will happily uh tell you about Laura so she can get this job happily (laughs) I appreciate it because I am excited for like this new like I don't know I just I was feeling like things were getting mundane and I needed, it just wasn't, I like, you have made a new path. I liked ish my job, but now I feel like I need to more growth. You wanted, you you wanted to verge off of the path of being in a school and you wanted to go do something a little different where you're still helping kids and parents and people in general, but you're doing it in a very different way now. And that's, that's good. That's awesome. I'm excited yeah. for you too. Like I'm excited <laughs> to hear about what goes on because obviously I'm gonna get all the juicy gas that you're allowed to tell me, and it's gonna be great, <laughs> and it's gonna be fantastic. And It'll be so great. I'm excited for you. I'm 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 excited for you to to get started and get going with it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know yeah. really what's to come, but that's exciting but terrifying all one all at the same time. So But that's the thing. New things are terrifying, but they're they're good. They're they're good for you. Especially yes. when you are feeling like you're stuck in a mundane spot or in a cycle that you just want to break up a little bit and yeah. that's good. You're gonna have new experiences and I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. I like great. it was such a long like interview process. Like I had two interviews mm-hmm. and then they had to do my references and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And I I don't know how many people they like other people they had for this position. But I was I mean I know I would be great for the position that I got because of the coaching and the kids that I already work with and all my experience, but I didn't know if they would think the same. Mm-hmm. So I was like very surprised and excited when I heard that I got it. So yeah, when, I mean, I knew you were going to get it when I was getting off the phone with her. I was like, the way she sounded, I was like, oh yeah, Laura got the job. Like <laughs> there's no way Laura did not get the job. And then when you confirmed it for me, like a day or two later, I was like, yeah. Yes, but how have you been? Sunshine? I've been I've been good. I've been good. Um we're going into Thanksgiving week. Uh yeah. so I got a lot going yeah. on at work with Thanksgiving falling on a Thursday. We aren't going to be working Thursday and Friday. Um, and we also don't work mm-hmm. the weekend. So we're going to like four days out, which is going to be great. But I had yeah. to work yesterday, um, which is normally my day off. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's very weird and tiring having to work on a Saturday. <laughs> but I, you know, I wanted to start working ahead because. My Monday is going to be like my Tuesday and Wednesday combined. I have a lot of stores. No, well, I hit a lot of stores on Tuesday, Wednesday. um, Because on Tuesday, I hit a lot of small mom and pop shops. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of driving on that day. And then on Wednesday, I hit like four Hannafords. 
So, and I have, and I'm usually in a Hannaford for no less than like an hour. And I mean, I'm usually <laughs> in my Hannaford accounts for at least like an hour and a half to two hours. So I was like, we're going to work ahead for Monday because I want to do on Monday. So, right. but yeah, I know. I mean, it's stressful dealing with all of that and, you know, trying to hit yeah. numbers and, and uh, dealing with making sure ordering enough for stores, you know, the fun in and outs of work. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we're getting through it. I'm, I'm ready for four days off. Because <laughs> I'm not doing anything for Thanksgiving. So I'm like, I am ready for four days off of rest and relaxation. Oh, that's wait. good. I'm glad. I can't wait either. Yeah. So excited. So excited. Good for you. Even though you have to do all this bullshit, it'll feel really nice by the oh. end where you actually get to relax for four days straight. <laughs> yes. Especially, it's nice because we only get one holiday this year when we get a four-day weekend because um, Christmas and New Year's fall on a weekend. So I don't get a four-day weekend with those holidays, sadly. Um <laughs> Sucks. That sucks. Oh, I that's just get a normal reality week. too. I know. I just get a normal work week, and I'm like, that's dumb. I don't like this. This is dumb. <laughs> Fix the calendar. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's okay, you know. But I'm looking forward to the two extra days off. It's gonna be wonderful. <laughs> so wonderful. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll, go, it'll come up quicker than you think, and then you can just chill out. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should get right into the topic here. Um, you know, today we're going to be talking about uh, what we call numbing out. That's, uh, that's our topic today. You know, this topic is something that a lot of people are going to be familiar with, you know, with doing and feeling. And I know when we were picking out the topic, we both were saying, you know, how much we've experienced it and sometimes do still experience. Yes, absolutely. I, I was... It was funny, because I, I was telling my dad that we were going to be recording tonight or whatever, and he was asking what about, and I was telling him about this topic. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was telling him that food <clears throat> and, like, scrolling through social media I have found to be my two biggest, like, numbing out issues, you yeah. know? Yeah, same, just, honestly, though. Those are my two, <laughs> is, like, social media and food. And yeah. we've been not like we've been a little tighter on money recently um you know especially with trying to save for a house so we're not going out and buying a lot of groceries so like our cupboards have been bare so every time i want to go and eat food i'm like it's like i can't i can't (laughs) eat food i want to eat food but i can't just sit there and eat all the food because there isn't really much food to sit there and eat and just like this is dumb so then i just go and i sit on my phone and i scroll 
for yeah. hours on it's, oh, and I just do like nothing sitting there on my phone. Sometimes I don't even turn the fucking TV on. I just sit there on my phone and just numb out. Yeah. Just that's it. I just focus on whatever I can on my phone. Yeah. Cause there is too much going on. Yep. I don't want to feel it. <laughs> my brain does not want to do the thing that I, the things that I want to do. It just wants to sit there and, you know, not focus on those feelings. Yeah. So I guess to like uh, put it in a semi definition, I guess like layman's term, basically. I like that. <laughs> Yes, um, numbing out would like refer to when someone is using something else to escape or manage their feelings. And if they, you know, can't do it, they might feel more out of control or more overwhelmed or might even kind of freak out a little depending on who you are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and this can include things like we said, eating. Um, drinking, shopping, watching porn, watching TV, you know, video games, biting your nails, picking your skin, pulling your hair, taking drugs, binging, uh, again, what we said, scrolling on social media, um, even cleaning and going to the gym are all things that, you know, you can, that can be used to numb out certain thoughts or feelings that you may be experiencing. And, you know, obviously... All of these activities that we've stated can be done in ways where you aren't using it to numb out and escape your feelings, you know, in an unhealthy manner. But in order to do that, we have to be more mindful and more present when we're eating or scrolling, you know, through social media, whatever it is we're doing, you know, um, these things are normal things to want to do and to want to partake in. So it's not always about what we're doing in the moment, but it's more about who we're being in that moment and how we're feeling when we're doing these activities. Absolutely. You know, that's really important. It's kind of similar to, you know, when you're, like we've said in, uh, previous episodes about like eating food like intuitive eating I think it was um, yeah. of being mindful about who you're being in the moment when you're eating food but especially when you're doing anything where it's you're using it in excess basically to avoid certain feelings or situations that you just don't want to deal with in the moment even yeah. if it's something you want to do but you just can't process that feeling or that want so you just choose to numb out with something that you've done a million times and that you enjoy doing mm -hmm. just kind of avoid it yeah and i would say that you know one of our cited sources that you can always find on our page is she's also a coach and she kind of recommends asking yourself three main questions when you are about to like um, partake in or pay or take in an activity or maybe already did, you know, had a numbing out spell, you know, in an activity that was used for numbing out. Because um, um, I feel like numbing out is kind of like a 
a semi-compulsive like defense mechanism in a way it's worked for you in the past and now you're just kind of hooked on that pattern and it feels good and you don't have to feel anything else um so that's why asking these three questions will be really important is to kind of differentiate between why you are doing this activity um so the first question would be you know why are you doing it why are you eating why are you shopping are you hungry do you need this or want this for real or are you using it as something else the second question is how do you feel the moment before doing it and then also during and after doing said activity mm-hmm. you know how are you feeling you really have to pinpoint how you feel to figure out why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm Um, And the third question is, do you feel anxious or agitated with the thought of not being able to do it? And this is like not being able to do it in an instance due to another person or a certain circumstance, not because of your own free will and decision, you know? So kind of like how I was stating earlier that when I want to eat food, but I have not enough food or really any food in my house to be able to eat and I get mad because I can't uh, eat and I really just want it eat right now. I'm not hungry, but I just want to eat because I don't want to feel anything else in the moment right now. And I just want to stuff myself full of food. Um, and I just want to have the, the feeling and the action of eating food, but I don't have enough food or much food to be able to do the action that I want to do. That right there is a good example of it's not of my own free will, because if I could right now, I'd be sitting down with about five different things to eat. And after yep. I finish those, I'd get up and get more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it, it happens sometimes. Uh, but it's, it's, that's, it's, it's, it's almost like you can't help it. Like you're instinctively exactly. now going and just opening up the, mm-hmm. the cupboard or whatever, and just staring into it, looking for something, even though, you know, you don't need it. Exactly. Staring into an empty void, wishing and dreaming that food would just (laughs) magically appear in front of it. Yep. Yep. And that's why, that's why answering these questions are important. That's a good example of that one. (laughs) Yes. Because the answers that you give to these questions will help you determine whether you want to participate in certain activities due to, you know, the enjoyment of being there in that Mm -hmm. moment and doing it or from feeling sad, anxious, or negative about yourself or a situation and you're using it to escape those feelings instead. Exactly. You know, Um, you know, or if you find yourself, you know, you kind of like you were numbing out and now you are, and you can still ask yourself these questions because answering the questions afterwards, even um, it will help you explore the reasons why you may have numbed out in the first place. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I think it's, you know, it's important to write these answers down. We always say this, write things down, write yeah. things down. It's good to write things down. Um, Get out you know, of your head. <laughs> exactly. It, you know, learn about yourself without any judgment, you know, but with curiosity to figure out what's actually going on deep down and how you can help yourself or even identify if you do need support in that specific area, you know, it. One of the biggest reasons that we tend to start these numbing out behaviors is because we don't know how to cope with 
and handle our uncomfortable and our overwhelming thoughts, um, feelings, and or experiences, you know? And unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, when you go to school, there's no class to teach you about emotional regulation and how to heal, you know, from pain or from trauma, which, you know, is kind of a big downfall um, of the education system because kids are really taught how to regulate and handle emotions mm-hmm. and stressful situations. I feel like I feel like kids are taught to even either like be afraid of their big emotions or to like suppress their big emotions. There's no mm-hmm. stop, understand, figure out how to regulate yourself and move on. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's definitely not only the education system that has kind of drop the ball on this, but it's basically the entire world as a whole. Um, We've definitely made huge strides in just the past 20 years alone to acknowledge and learn and understand and to try and teach on certain topics such as mental health, trauma, healing, you know, coping skills, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because there's so many things that we're still learning about and we're still accepting and not stigmatizing. Because, I mean, if you think about it, mental health used to be viewed in such a negative way. Like, we're only just now recently starting to focus on it and push for its recognition because it is important to take care of it and to know how to treat your brain because your brain is a very important organ in your body. And when it's not functioning properly, we need to know how to help it because that doesn't mean your brain can't function properly. It just means it needs a little extra help sometimes. Right. And that's okay. And that's where that's okay. That's where I think we've taken strides in the past 20 years. Exactly. 20 plus years or whatever, you know, just because like, (laughs) I was listening to this podcast and they were saying how, I don't know even what brought up this topic, but they were saying how a long time ago there was this guy who killed a bunch of people and then blamed it on his dog and, mm-hmm. and like, um, or blamed it on like his dog telling him to do it yep. or whatever. Oh, and yeah. like back then they're probably like this fucking crazy bitch, get him in there get him in jail or whatever. And now we'll, we'll like stop and be like, there's something not right here, you know? Yeah, now we sit there and we go, "Mm, okay, your dog told you to (laughs) I have a feeling you possibly have seen some things that maybe aren't really there. Maybe heard some things. Maybe you've heard some things. Maybe there's something (laughs) happening in your brain. It literally just reminds me of the movie um, Voices by, and it has Ryan Reynolds in it, and it kind of <laughs> has a very similar uh, topic to it. And it's he does it; he's so funny. I haven't seen it, but it's on my watch list. Dude, oh so my I'll god, I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. 
you shall. Yeah. Everyone should. I love it's Ryan so, Reynolds. So yes, it's everyone like, loves Ryan Reynolds. So yes, we shall all watch this movie so if we funny. have it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we've only recently stopped stigmatizing mental health in such a negative way Mm -hmm. more recently and that that's a huge thing it really is that we're finally starting to recognize that mental health is not a bad thing like having a mental health issue is not bad it's it's okay like we'll we'll work through it we'll find a way to make it so that it hopefully doesn't impact your life too much in a negative way. Right. Especially because we're now learning more and being able to build resources to help, you know, get your brain working in hopefully like a more effective way for you. You know, yeah, in a way that serves you. And it's exactly. Just, like, I'm like, how do I want to learn this? Cause it's like, yeah, we don't want it. You don't want your brain sabotaging you all the time because it no. sucks when your brain sabotages you. I get it. <laughs> I go through it. Don't you worry. Uh, my brain likes to sabotage me a lot. I get it. Well, yeah. No one likes <laughs> to have to deal with that. Um, it can be hard, but thankfully, like we said, there's more resources becoming more available to people um, mm-hmm. to help to help with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even though it's not necessarily in the educational system, like being taught to like high schoolers or mental health isn't being taught to kids really in general a whole lot. Um, like even the people who do go to school and continue their education to learn about those things specifically, needing additional support, even though you have the knowledge is totally normal. Um, <laughs> and cause it's honestly, it's so much harder to see and get through your own obstacles because most of the time we are so close to the problem and the feelings that we are, mm-hmm. you know, we have a hard time seeing the bigger picture or getting a different perspective or figuring out how to get past that obstacle that you're having. And mm-hmm. so even though you know all the tools and the knowledge, you still need support, may need support and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. When I looked at my husband, and told him that I thought there was something going on with my brain that I didn't feel as uh, quote unquote normal as I thought I did. And mm-hmm. that like, I got to have some form of mental health issue going on. He looked at me and he was like, oh, I thought you knew. Oh, I thought you knew. Like, what do you mean you thought I knew? <laughs> no. Your husband's got some great one-liners. Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) if you had known this whole time, why did you not speak up? (laughs) The fuck, man? What are you doing? My husband is very good with his one-liners. Oh, Oh, he loves his puns. There's a reason we go to him when we can't think of an episode name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no. I was like, wow, you knew this whole time. This whole time we've been together. And you couldn't say a thing? Nicholas. I was like, god damn it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to see the things you got going on. It's hard. uh, 
And even if you do start to see it, you know, it's hard to, it might take some time, so it, you'd be better off. Took me some time. I didn't right. realize I had ADHD until the age of 25, guys. 25. <laughs> That's how old I am right now. That's how old I am right now. So, I've been alive 25 years, and I just recently discovered that I have ADHD. And boy, did it explain so, so much. much. So many <laughs> questions were answered when I realized it. Like, it felt like I just walked into a brick wall. I was like, wow, my reality has been shattered. <laughs> that glass ceiling is gone, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, I'm glad that eventually you got it like squared away so that well yeah because now I'm taking medicine for you and not against you well I mean there are still plenty of days of where my brain course. is definitely still working against me because I do of deal course. with more than ADHD and I'm only treating the ADHD right now so uh so when we start treating the other things too it'll be a little bit better but <laughs> we're treating at least one of them right now and it helps and that's of what course. matters right because there are days where i'm like oh boy <laughs> i should have taken my medication <laughs> oh, come on <laughs> oh gosh we need accountability partners on that too ma'am no it's just there are some days where i choose not to take my medication because it is adderall so it is right. you know an amphetamine so i try not to take it um i don't take it on my days off so the weekends and i don't take it on days that i don't need it so my days of the week that are less stressful crazy days where they're mm -hmm. like super easy like i don't even have to think about it kind of day um I don't take my medication on those days, but then sometimes, some weeks on those days, I'm like, mm, should have taken that pill this morning. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to, we're going to push through it, but yeah, I should have put that pill. I should have taken that pill this morning. Yep. That's okay. Though. <laughs> That's okay. We'll though. have next time. Yeah, exactly. I just, I sit there and go, yep, you're definitely taking your pill tomorrow. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> you know and that's okay we have those days that's it happens you know and that's when you just start to learn with how to handle those days and how to cope with those days and and to get through them and thankfully there are a lot of things out there um that can help you find ways to cope and mm -hmm. to push through those kinds of days um, a lot of different different ways for each person because <clears throat> exactly everyone different. is different <laughs> exactly exactly as we love to stress to you guys i know um, we, all the time bro. <laughs> everyone is different and unique in their own way just because someone looks super healthy and together doesn't mean they are and just because mm -hmm. someone looks super uh not together and not healthy doesn't mean they are that you know yeah. it, you can't judge people on how they present themselves and how they appear because there's a lot you don't know that's going on inside of their brain and behind the scenes that really changes the perspective of them when you actually get yeah. to see that. And you don't so, know the life they've been living and how exactly. they're 
-hmm. You don't know their experiences that they've had. You don't know any of that. So everyone is very different and unique in what is going to help them and what's going to work for them. Yeah. I feel like it's a little off topic, but something that I... I, I mean, we're definitely off topic that's what I'm at saying. this we're point, so whatever, thing, keep it going, but... <laughs> keep the train going, whatever. One of the things that I remember hearing is, like, people used to be, like, when they heard of someone doing something bad, they would be like, oh, well, if I was them, I would have done things differently, I wouldn't have shot them, I would have done this, and I'm like, but you're but not reality, them. you don't know. You, you, you did not go through their experiences. You were not having yep. their thoughts. You were not having their feelings. You did not have their reactions because you haven't had their life. You had done the same thing. Exactly. You can sit there and say all you want. If that were me, I would have done X, Y, Z. But in reality, because you've never you. been in that situation, <laughs> you don't actually know how you're going to react in that kind of a situation. Because say that situation finally happens and then you're like, oh shit, never mind. I'm not going to do that. Nope. <laughs> like it. Right. You never know how a situation is going to turn out for anyone, even your own self. You mm -hmm. never know what kind of a situation is going to cause what reaction from you. Yeah. And it's just how it goes has a different past and a different life experience and it's just that gonna are going to lead to them making certain choices. Yeah. You know, uh, someone who's been through a certain type of trauma is going to change their reaction compared to someone who's been through a completely different type of trauma. Right. Exactly. Just because they've both experienced some form of trauma doesn't mean they're going to have the same kind of reaction. If anything, they're going to react completely differently because they've experienced a completely different type of trauma. Yeah. Absolutely. It, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for now that we're, last topic. yeah, now that we're like completely like three, like, like 180, point. we have gone all the, like, let's go back full circle, go back <laughs> around to the topic. Yes. Continue forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, um, how, um, we just have to in the end we just have to find a way to remember that when we do find ourselves drawn into doing these numbing out behaviors mm -hmm. you know and when or we kind of like wake up in the middle or an end of one you know we can't I feel like I we kind of like we can't put any shame or guilt on ourselves yeah. because you know it's not helpful it's not useful and I think that's everybody's go-to that there's something wrong with me, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily you. It's just, you might need a little help in that area, you know, just like, I feel like everybody goes to our, towards I'm a bad person because they mm -hmm. haven't had the, the knowledge given to them that it's not necessarily about whether you're good or bad. Mm -hmm. You just maybe haven't been taught or you just don't know. Yeah. You know, in, in putting that guilt and shame on you, on yourself, if anything, it'll make you feel worse. And then it'll just continue through the cycle of numbing out. You know, um, when we feel bad or sad or overwhelmed or in pain, and instead of dealing with our feelings, we numb out. And once mm -hmm. we wake up from numbing out, we feel like shit, not only from previous feelings we did not work through, but also our current possible feelings of shame and guilt, all making us want to just go back to numbing out again because it was better that mm -hmm. way because you weren't feeling all the bullshit, you mm -hmm. know? And it'll just continue to repeat itself. 
Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my therapist calls me an emotional stuffer. <laughs> That's the term she used when mm -hmm. I, when I, when I was seeing her, uh, she's like, you're an emotional stuffer. And I was like, Oh, Oh, I like thanks. that description. Thanks. I do like to stuff things down and not deal with them. Thank you. <laughs> she liked making me cry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's great. I'm like, yeah, well, that's great. I love I love that you love when I cry. I love you that me crying. I love that me crying gets you off. That's great. Love it. So great. <laughs> Wonderful. Beautiful. No, I know it was for good reasons. Don't worry. It was good for me, but yeah, I was like, God damn it. You're a terrible person. You enjoy making me cry, yeah. but I well, don't want to feel these emotions right exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why therapy is good, guys. A therapist is great. I mean, even I'm trying to get back into therapy right now. You know, Honestly, it's good to talk it out with yeah. someone who is literally trained to understand these things and to help you work through them. Yeah, and someone who doesn't know you. Judge, or... too. Well, even if, well, and they come to know you in a very different light because right. you I mean, are like, being... already know, like, your family or yeah, your, exactly. you know, they, it's they, not clouded by all that right now. Well, exactly, because they get to know you in a very different way than your family or your friends do, because, right. I mean, come on, there are a lot of us out there that have different sides that we tend to show sometimes to right. different people we're around, you know? You might be more willing to be more open and more vulnerable around your family and your friends than your coworkers. So your coworkers get like a completely different side of you than you would show in a personal light. So it's nice yeah. sometimes to have someone who gets to know you in a different way. Anyways, we got off topic again, but at the end of the day, <laughs> nothing's going to change until we work through our thoughts and our feelings and about what's bothering us you know, we have to become conscious of our own habits and why we do and feel certain things in order to become understanding of ourselves um, and to be mindful of these bad habits and to eventually change them. You know, what's important to remember is that we have to have that compassion and curiosity for ourselves because at the end of the day, we are human. And that's something that's not always easy. You know, it's not always being human. It's really not. We all have our struggles that we have to get through. Every day is not easy. Um, right. Being human is not always just an easy experience. So exactly. Um, I feel like you have to have be have that compassion for yourself yeah. but also for other people you know exactly exactly you have to know when to take it easy on yourself and others um because we're all human we all make mistakes we all fuck up but we all have a chance at coming back from it um if we're willing to work on ourselves and to recognize and make the changes um that we need to make yeah. and seek the help that we need to seek if we need it Yep. And like you said, it all starts with, you know, awareness. Yep. Delving awareness the big ones of what you're doing. Yep. It took me hmm, 
I want to say four, five, four or five years to realize I had, I basically had PTSD and needed help. Um, and finally went to therapy. Uh, it took me five years of denial and pushing away, uh, certain emotions. And then one day, finally, I finally sat there and went, I need help. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I need help or this is a problem. <laughs> I'm going to keep going down this very destructive path that I'm on. And it was a very self-destructive path that I was on. Um, mm-hmm. And I I needed help to get off of that path. Because if I didn't, it wasn't going to end well. Um, and I find, And I did. I went and got that help. It took time to recognize that I needed that help. But when I finally did, boy, was I happy that I finally was able to acknowledge it and go and start working on it and you know I still have to keep working on it but even (laughs) what therapy I did do helped me immensely you know yeah absolutely that's why I definitely want to get back to it too Mm -hmm. you know exactly like all the life changes are freaking my brain out and I need some guidance so word to that (laughs) one baby I feel like this whole episode was not supposed to be about numbing out. Like it was uh, themed around numbing out, but you guys got numbing out and mental illnesses and educational systems. You guys got it all today. (laughs) Because it all can factor into one another in some way. Yeah, it's it's all entangled. It all affects one another in some way, shape, or form. It can all become a constant cycle of weaving in and out between one another, those things, you know, so it's, it's good to learn about them and to talk about them. The more we talk about these things that are stigmatized so negatively, the more open people are going to be able to become about them and the more accepting Mm -hmm. and understanding and the more willing they'll become to learn about it. Because if we constantly talk about it, and force them to listen, basically, because we won't stop talking about it. More and more people are going to learn, and it's going to become a more and more accepted thing because more and more people are getting educated on it and understanding it and accepting it and and learning that it's something important and that needs to be viewed in a more positive light and not even necessarily a positive light, but needs to be viewed in some sort of General. light. So that way it can be, so we can learn about it and Mm -hmm. learn how to provide resources for that thing if they're needed. So absolutely, when we talk about it, the better we can hopefully get it working at those things. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I think that's going to do it. I think that's it. I think that's all we got for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, take care of yourself. Learn how to recognize those habits that you maybe do in excess that you try to use to take your mind off of those certain feelings or things that 
you want to avoid and kind of start paying attention to those. It's always about listening to your body and yourself. That's Mm -hmm. what a lot of it is, is it's learning to learn from yourself and to learn about yourself and to recognize yourself. Yeah. And honestly, it can feel selfish, but it's not, it's really not. And honestly, I feel like the more I learn about me and why I do certain things, I can recognize that in other people. And that exactly it doesn't necessarily make me more compassionate, but it definitely makes me more understanding of what they may be mm-hmm. going through without them having to tell me anything if they don't exactly. want to or if they don't know them. Yeah. And I can still be a support because I recognize it. Exactly. Sometimes recognition is a big thing. Just recognition alone can be huge but uh yeah that's what we got for you guys this week we (laughs) hope you enjoyed the episode the topic um we thank you guys as always for listening and joining in um and if you are enjoying this podcast then please go and rate us five stars on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen as it does help us out and get seen by more people Also, if you could subscribe or follow wherever you listen, that'd be great too. If you want to contact us at all, any questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas that you want us to discuss, you can hit us up on our socials. It is at No Country for Healthy Living on Instagram and Facebook. You can also contact us at our email, which is nocountryforhealthyliving at gmail.com. Also, if you guys are interested in digging a little deeper into your own personal goals, uh, maybe you're stuck, you need a little extra guidance in whatever it is you're trying to achieve, uh, and you want to be coached by either Laura or myself, you can contact us on our personal Instagrams. Mine is at DearKitten3, and Laura's is at YasQueenCoaching. That's Y-A-S, Queen Coaching. And once again, we thank you guys for listening. Um, We look forward to talking to you all again next time. And remember to stay safe and make healthy choices.